Hello, word nerds. Word nerds, what do you know? You know lots of words. Hey, let's talk about them. This is the podcast called The Dictionary. I hope you knew that. The first word is cellophane. C-E-L-L-O-P-H-A-N-E. Noun from 1912. Regenerated cellulose in thin, transparent sheets used especially for packaging. This is French. Cellophane. This is from cellulose plus the suffix P-H-A-N-E, phane. Um, Let's see, that is used in diaphane or diaphanous. And that is all it tells me. Uh, Next, we have cellophane noodle. Two words, noun from 1958. A translucent noodle made from mung beans. And uh, I think they just call it cellophane because they're pretty translucent. Not because they're made out of cellophane or cellulose. Although maybe cellulose is in there. I don't really know how that works. Next is cell phone. Two words, noun from 1984. Although I'm pretty sure it was made before that. A portable, usually cordless telephone for use in a cellular system. A lot of people like to say mobile phone or mobile phone because it is mobile. Uh, But yeah, I just say cell phone. Next is cell plate, two words, noun from 1882, a disc formed in the phragmoplast, that sounds like a made-up word, a phragmoplast of a dividing plant cell that eventually forms the middle lamella of the wall between the daughter cells. We learned about the middle lamella two episodes ago when I talked about cells. Um, also in that episode, I mentioned that um, I was a guest on the Water Cooler Talk podcast, and um, this word phragmoplast reminded me that uh, we played a, a game where he asked me six words, and I had to guess if they were real or fake. So you'll have to go listen to that to see how I did. Okay, we are on cell sap. Cell, and then the word sap, like the sap that comes from a tree. Two words, noun from 1871. One, the liquid contents of a plant cell vacuole. Two, we have the synonym cytosol. C-Y-T-O-S-O-L. Cytosol. That's going to be one of the last words we read in the letter C. Next, we have cell theory. Two words, noun from 1859. Okay, this is like three and a half lines long. A theory in biology that includes one or both of the statements that the cell is the fundamental structural and functional unit of living matter and that the organism is composed of autonomous cells with its properties being the sum of those of its cells. Okay, that is the cell theory. Next we have cellular first form adjective from circa 1739. One of relating to or consisting of cells. We are cellular. Two, containing cavities, and also having a porous texture, as in cellular rocks. Can you use them as a cell phone? Cellular rocks, cell rocks, I don't know. Three, of relating to or being a radio telephone system in which a geographical area, as a city, is divided into small sections each served by a transmitter by a transmitter of limited range. And I think there might be a sneeze coming. As in cellular phones. <sighs> Thank you very much.
yes, cellularity is a noun. That is from the New Latin cellularis from cellula, or actually I think it would be cellula, cellula, which means living cell. From uh, that is the diminutive of the Latin cella, which is a small room. C e l l a. Yes, they say k sounds for c's, even if it's uh, before an e. Okay. Next is the second form of cellular noun from 1987. The synonym is cell phone. Next is cellulase or cellulase, noun from 1903, an enzyme that hydrolyzes cellulose. The last two letters went over to the second line, and I needed to see the whole word so I knew how to say it. Hydrolyzes, an enzyme that hydrolyzes cellulose. That is what cellulase is. Next is cellule. Cell plus U-L-E. Cellule. Noun from 1652. A small cell. Cells are already very small, but some of them are smaller. Next we have cellulite or cellulite. Noun from 1968. Deposits of subcutaneous fat within fibrous connective tissues, as in the thighs, hips, and buttocks, that give a puckered and dimpled appearance to the skin's surface. Yes, we all have this. Some of them, some people have it more than others. I think you get, you tend to get more of it as you get older, uh, especially if you don't eat right and exercise. So, you know, let's do that first. Before, before we have any surgeries, let's make sure we eat right and exercise, and also know that this is just a thing. You can't, it's just there. Don't, don't worry about it. Nobody cares. Uh, this is French. Literally means accumulation of subcutaneous fat. That is a very concise word for a long concept. Accumulation of subcutaneous fat. Uh, cellulitis from cellule, which means cell, plus that's that good there. Next, we have cellulitis. Noun from 1861. Diffuse and especially subcutaneous inflammation of connective tissues. Now, this is a bad thing, right? So anytime you add itis to the end of something, it becomes bad. So if this is a thing that you're dealing with, maybe you can get that checked out. Next, we have celluloid, noun from 1871. One, a tough, flammable thermoplastic composed essentially of cellulose, nitrate, and camphor. Two, a motion picture film, as in a work making its third appearance on celluloid. That is a quote from John McCartan, M-C-C-A-R-T-E-N. Yeah, sometimes people just call motion picture celluloids because the, the film is made out of its, its celluloid. But, but people don't say that anymore. Uh, and then celluloid is also an adjective. And it says that this, it says that this is from... The word celluloid with a capital C, which is a trademark, which I'm guessing is the uh, the etymology for the motion picture uh, one of it. Uh, yeah, they must. Uh, there must have been a company that said this is called celluloid. This is our film. Go make movies with it. Next, we have cellulolytic, cellulolytic adjective from 1943, hydrolyzing or having the capacity to hydrolyze cellulose. I don't have anything clever to say about all these words, these sciencey words. Next is cellulose or cellulose, noun from 1848. A p- 
polysaccharide C6H10O5. Oh, that's that's in parentheses, and then there's an X below that. So, you know, there could be multiple versions of that, I guess. Uh, so it's a polysaccharide of glucose units that constitutes the chief part of the cell walls of plants, occurs naturally in such fibrous products as cotton and kapok. I think I saw that before, kapok, and is the raw material of many manufactured goods as paper, rayon, and cellophane. Next is cellulose acetate, two words, noun from 1895. I shall spell acetate because some of you, if you try and spell it, you might spell it incorrectly. A-C-E-T-A-T-E, acetate. So this is any of several compounds insoluble in water that are formed especially by the action of acetic acid, anhydride of acetic acid, I'm losing my place, anhydride of acetic acid and sulfuric acid in cellulose and are used for making textile fibers, packaging sheets, photographic films, and varnishes. And then our last word is cellulose nitrate, noun from 1880, and we just have the synonym nitrocellulose. You know, they just sort of flipped it. Cellulose nitrate, nitrocellulose. So we had cellophane, cellophane noodles, cell phone, cell plate, cell sap, cell theory, cellular, cellulase, cellule, cellulite, cellulitis, celluloid, cellulitic, cellulose, (laughs) I can't speak, cellulose acetate, and cellulose nitrate. Well, let's see. I think I'm going to pick celluloid as the word of the episode because... It is the thing that got us to be able to make movies and watch movies, and so that's great. I think most of us enjoy that. But my song is actually, I'm going to sing a little thing about the word cellophane, because uh, there is a song, I'm not super familiar with it, but I know there's a song in the show Chicago um, called Mr. Cellophane. And it's basically, you know, he's singing the song because he feels like nobody ever sees him. He feels see-through, and, you know, people don't care. Anyway, I think the only part I know is, cellophane, Mr. Cellophane. That's all I know, pretty much. That's all, that's that's all the words. That's what it is. Uh, So today is April 5th in the U.S. It is Deep Dish Pizza Day. I would like to get some deep dish pizza. It is Dingus Day. I had to click on the link to figure out what that is. It is spelled D-Y-N-G-U-S. Um, and it it's a um, it's a Catholic celebration. Um, it's also known as Wet Monday. So it's something about putting dousing people with water in a playful way. So I guess that's sort of fun. Uh, Dingus Day. It is Easter Monday. Across the world, it is Family Day in South Africa. In India, it is National Maritime Day. Um, it is Cold Food Festival in China. It is, uh, let's see, in the Palestinian territories, it is Children's Day. In South Korea, it is Sikmogil, something like that. Um, and then, what is our fun holiday for April 5th? We got two. Read a roadmap day. I think a lot of people, a lot of younger people especially, don't 
really no maps you know we use our gps and stuff but you know they never really had to read a map so go learn how to read a map it is also first contact day does that mean that we're gonna have first contact today no uh, let's see. Fans of the sci-fi series Star Trek celebrate First Contact Day on April 5th to mark the day in 2063 when humans make their first contact with the Vulcans. All right. Well, I will be uh, 83 years old, 82 actually, uh, when that happens. So let's find out if we make any contact with anybody on that day. And I will be done with this podcast by then. All right. Well, I think those are all the things that I got to say today for to you. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.